Once again, we say welcome aboard. It's good to be with you at this time. Brother Munn speaking. I program here called A Fisherman's Five-Minute Look at the Book. Hey, it's been good being with you this week. We've talked about sort of an unusual story as found in the Bible. I don't think I've ever brought a message on this. Uh, our time on the radio has to do with David and Goliath because I haven't found any ships here. Now, I did find, O Goliath, verse 4, 1 Samuel 17, and there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath. Okay, then these Philistines lived over close to the coast. They owned all the coastal areas there. We think about along the Mediterranean. We think about as it borders uh, the land of uh, of God, the land of Palestine there. And as far as these Philistines is concerned, we found yesterday that they worshipped a fish god, a god named Dagon. So we, so we had a few uh, maritime expressions in there. We had a few nautical things that we could make application. All right, as far as... 1 Samuel 17, what we've seen this week so far. Of course, the story of David and Goliath. We know the ultimate end. Yes, the giant died. All right. Is, I've asked the question over and over this week, is the giant dead? 1 Samuel 17, I say, yes, I believe this passage. 1 Samuel 17, I believe there was a, a man, being, man named David. I believe there was, a, there was a man named Goliath here. I believe God used David to be able to bring this man down. Of course, it was ultimately God that killed the giant. I certainly understand that. But what about in your life? Every day you face giants. You know what has to happen to the giants? My friend, if they don't overrun the land, and of course they overrun in the land that I live in, oh, the giant of unbelief, uh, he runs up and down. Uh, we think about from one end of America to the north, to the south, to the east, to the west, and this giant is just cursing and blaspheming God. And uh, as far as people's lives are concerned, this giant wants you to believe him, but because he himself, my friend, he's headed to hell, so he wants to drag everyone he can to the pits of hell. The giant of unbelief, January the 2nd, 1966. I'm glad God killed that giant for me. I did not. I was an unbeliever. I was lost without Christ. As far as this unbelief is concerned, I've had to face it in life again, you know. Since salvation, you said, what do you mean unbelief? Not in the sense that I doubt who Jesus Christ is. But I've wondered, what's going on? You know, I've wondered as far as, you know, we're thinking about uh, uh, the Bible and some things that I read in the Bible. I've had the devil whisper to me many times, you know, is that really true? Is that really true? The giant of unbelief, he has to die. We've talked about the giant of uncleanness, how that Satan himself wants you involved in everything unclean, my friend. We think about uh, this giant here in 1 Samuel 17 represents everything unclean Satan can offer. Hence, the devil wants you dirty, you know. And that giant has to die. Involved in unclean activities, all kind of immoral in mind and indeed activities to fill your life with unclean habits and deeds. And with this uncleanness sooner or later may even cause disease to the point of killing you. The giant needs to die. Let's talk about the giant of unfaithfulness just for a few moments. First Samuel 17 has to do with God's children, so let's talk about God's children. You know, you know why you wrestle with prayer, you know? Because the devil, my friend, is tra he putting his, he's putting his hand over your mouth. You said, oh, what are you talking about? My friend, this giant tried to choke you. You know, as far as prayer is concerned, you said, I'm going to spend some time in prayer. <laughs> this giant is bigger than you. This giant will see to it that you don't pray. What about this reading of the Word of God? You know, this giant will take the Bible away from you. you got the Bible in your hand, he'll jerk it away from you. 
uh, maybe he might give you a counterfeit. He'll give you He'll give you back a book. It'll look like the Bible. It's not a Bible. It's kind of like one of these new translations uh, today. There's really not a Bible. Uh, it's just more, you know, what we call a watered-down version of the real thing, you know. What about this matter of witnessing? My friend, the giant, he'll, he'll put tape over your mouth. What about this matter of church? He doesn't let you go to church. Giant's bigger than you are. You said, I'm going to be faithful in church. I'm going to live. I beg your pardon. This giant is bigger than you are. He said, hadn't he stopped you from going to church before? As far as your testimony is concerned, he just ruined your testimony. You said, what are you talking about? This giant of unfaithfulness, he'll kill your service to God. And my friend, you have to, you have to, there's only one place for the giant of unfaithfulness. And that is on the ground. He has to die. How can I be faithful to God? How can I be faithful to the cause of Christ? The giant has to die. The giant of unfaithfulness. Now, until next week, the same time, this is Fisher Mund saying goodbye.